Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we spoke to the Telegraph's Jim White. Uh, we talked a bit of Manchester United yeah. and more with him. Uh, we spoke to two boxing brothers, Adam and Hassan Azim. They fight this weekend on Talk Not Sport. each other. Not, no, well, that, that's the point. Uh, Jake Lambert, comedian and Tottenham fan, joined us on a slight delay. And <laughs> uh, we had the birthday spread we as well, did. didn't we? We did, Paul. So, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. I had a very eventful trip in today. So I drive to the station and then I yeah. get on the train and then I get the tube here. Now, on the tube, I'll too, tell you about the train journey in a minute, but on okay. the tube here... Not in any what great I have detail, done? I hope. What should I have done in this situation, <laughs> yeah, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only one seat left on the tube carriage. I wanted to sit down. Uh-huh. Got a bad foot. My foot, foot's flaring up, Paul. Um, okay. <laughs> it's the level of details <laughs> I get from one of my nan's friends if I saw outside the post office. And you know, How you, are you, Reen? And you know oh, Jeff from foot, the butchers. Me foot's <laughs> swollen up again. You know Jeff from the butchers. Yeah. He's died. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, not Jeff yeah. from the butchers. Um, and there was a, a nun sat down. And she had her bag on the empty chair, Paul. Wow. I did not want... I didn't know what to do. I didn't say anything. I left it. I left it. Should I have just left it? Well, I don't the nun, know. I think she should I, know better. I would have expected more of, of more of her. Well, that's honest. what I was. I, 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 I would thought... have... She would have looked at you, and there's probably a parable in this. The man that... limping. <laughs> Isn't there a parable on those lines? A limping man wasn't walking limping. down the carriage. I can hide it. Oh, the good Samaritan. It wasn't very good Samaritan, was it? Really? Thou shalt not put your bag on the empty seat. Yeah. And no, did you no, give yeah. her the eyes, as Glenn would put it? <laughs> no, did you give her the eyes? Sent her one way and went the other. Did you, did um, you, did you sort of look at the chair? I, I, I looked, but she didn't notice me, so uh, I just left it, Paul, because I thought, um, there's only two stops. <laughs> you couldn't have stood <laughs> I can stand and gone, up. <clears throat> bag. The bag. Yeah. yeah. There we are. So, you know, I didn't, but anyway, on the train, this is, this is for the cool subject, Charlie's oh. Choice. Charlie's di- maybe Charlie's dilemma is that you seem to have one every day. I mean, what should he have done, Talk Sport listeners? What would you have done in that in that situation? Should have asked just... the nun to move her bag. What's here? What's what's the, the conundrum that we're dealing with here? So let us know. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine to eight TS eighteen J. But on the way in, I was quite proud of myself. Hmm. Parked the car. When I got on the train, the train goes past the car park. So I can see my car in the car park. Was going past my car. Yeah. I still had my car keys in the hand because I had to run to get on the train. Yeah. I mean, car. If you if you bleep the button, the the wind uh, the wind, 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 wind mirrors go in. Yeah, they were out, Paul. Oh, so you hadn't locked the car. I hadn't locked the car. And you were facing seven eight <laughs> hours in a car park with an open car. And it's rough where I live, as you can imagine, Paul. Mine, can, mine locks automatically. Does it see, just, after a couple of minutes? Right, you, you 
been doing this longer than me. Yeah. You click the button. So, so from the from the train as mm. we went past, I clicked the button, Paul, yeah, and it locked the car. That's brilliant. From the train. Yeah. So Charlie's Choice. Every Thursday we have Charlie's Choice, which is a, a kind of cool topic to get you involved in that no one's going to respond to. Absolutely no one. <laughs> no one wants uh, to. Know. So Charlie's Choice today was I did it from the car. I did it well, from the car. It comes oh, back to that... car refing, the Mike Bobbins idea of exactly. refing. Car the car. What did you do not in the car? We don't <laughs> want to know that. <laughs> Calm down. We want to know what you did from the car. Yeah, what did you do from the car? The or other... ways you've locked your car, all those things. Ways you've locked no, your no, no, car. No, 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 if you've locked... Let's your... not narrow it down to that. Locked, bad, locked your keys in the car stories. We'll have some of those, Paul. Okay, that's suddenly become something very different. Oh, right, now, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, the other thing is, um, when we went... I, I forgot to do this the other day, but I thought it, it might play into into the heartland. Yes. Um, knowing what they're like. The uh, We went up to Manchester. Our producer, John, uh, reminded us we were up there a couple of weeks ago that we'd been up there in a kind of flying visit one-day trip many years ago to the Soccer X um, exhibition. Uh, it was a kind of get-together uh, of all the sports great and good, football's great and good. And uh, we had one of... Uh, we had a famous footballer okay. joining us on the show. Oh, a famous right. a Liverpool legend. Mm. And um, when he did come on, he'd had a drink. Sure. Um, he was fine, <laughs> yeah. but he'd had a drink. And we discovered that he had properly got on it with a Manchester City legend. Oh, lovely stuff. And they'd had a good afternoon in, in, in the green room. <laughs> was in it the free, bar. free boot? I think free it bar, was. was it, Paul? So it did strike us that it, it was kind of really not a trade show, really. <laughs> a kind of trade show they were sort of working at for various brands and stuff. Yeah. Was probably not the ideal place to get bluted. I wouldn't have thought so, so. Those times and places, Talksport listening, we said, well, you know, you'll respond to this. Those times and places where, looking back on it, you know, I, I really shouldn't have got myself in that state. You've had you had one over the eight, as they say. Oh, and you, you're, uh, if you've witnessed that with someone, oh, yeah. you thought, in, in that environment, why would you ever have done? And I thought, oh, yeah, I woke up the following morning, thinking, why did I do that in yeah. that environment? It wasn't the environment to do it in. Yeah. Um, do let us know your stories. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TS, Um Lawrence from Chiswick said the nun was saving the seat for God or Andy Jacobs. It may, may be the same may person, been, you know. It may have been, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, yeah that, that was Charlie's dilemma. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We asked you to get in touch this afternoon after we saw a, a pair of Liverpool Manchester City uh, legends <laughs> get on it one afternoon at a trade show. Uh, not particularly in the bar, just in the green room when I think they were kind of doing a bit of work, but they obviously hadn't caught up for a while. Free bar, Paul. Rude, rude not to, isn't and it? They had, a, they had a proper drink, as I believe the Tell us who is. you think it is, 8, 10, 18. No, no, don't do that. All right. So, um, so we're interested to know, because we're not going to tell People you like either. like a you're guess, just, Paul. You're wasting your but time. They like to have a guess. We're not going to say, you know, Chris in Hull, yes, you were right. We're not going to do that. But um, you might not. You are telling us about uh, those times and places where you really uh, shouldn't have done that. Um, and this comes from Wayne. He says, I got frazzled during the 2019 Hawksby and Jacobs Christmas Eve show oh. where people come into the... Uh, as one of the invited listeners. After sampling most of the sponsor's wares and Andy's reassuringly expensive wine, <laughs> I never got a proper chance to say thanks to the lads. Just managed a slurred word. Uh, oh, so, uh, belated cheers, there says we are. wine. Andy now, brings in wine, does he, on the, on the Christmas Eve? Well, he did that, yeah. Right, yeah. Normally a good bottle. I would have thought Green so, King would be ponying up. Now, last year what we did, um, because of the pandemic, um, when we, we're still going to do the Christmas Eve show and we have the old classic clips, clips karaoke and chat to the listeners a traditional Christmas Eve show but we did it last year on Zoom yeah um, because of the pandemic of course, and look, yeah. there are still issues around that the idea of trying to get 12, 14 people in this confined space you know we're clearly not through this and so that's not a great idea so we are going to do it again on Zoom and you are very much invited we'll chat to you we have a sort of Big screen here. Yeah. You can see you all coming in. We get a chance to talk. The other advantage, of course, is not everybody can get into central London on, on Christmas Eve. No. So it meant we had people from the States. Oh, we had lovely. people able to be with, a, I say, younger members of their Todd family. Todd Macklin joined you, did he? Todd Macklin came down the Zoom, did he? Or? No, he didn't. No, oh, just, that's a shame. We just invite the listeners. So that invitation is there. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the country, you haven't got to worry about getting a train into town and, you know, ending up sleeping in Paddington Station Christmas morning. <laughs> so we're going to do it all virtually once again. There is a form uh, on the TalkSport website, but uh, we're just about to tweet out at TSH&J. We'll uh, tweet out that... Um... It's been tweeted, Paul. I can Good, see it's it. been I tweeted. See it. Yeah, there fill in is. the form. You just have to fill in. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. We, if we've got some interesting stories around people and why you'd like to come on. And hopefully you can yeah. join us on Christmas Eve virtually. That'll be nice. Lovely. And do you, is, it, is, is it limited numbers, Paul, on the Zoom? Or do Because what they do at gigs these mm. days, if you do a Zoom gig, is they have a front row that you can see. So you can see, oh, sort, okay. of t- see sort of 20 no, people on the I front row. I think we row. had about 14, 16 people. It probably won't be much more than that because it's okay. difficult to have a chat with everybody and do them justice. But something like that. We'll, the, the, we'll leave the production team to, to pick some we'll people. We'll let them do that. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, this is not in my hands. If you don't get on, nothing to do with me. It's our producer and assistant producer. They make, they make the call. Now, Paul, you know my, our, my story earlier on, really exciting story about me locking the car from the train. It was exciting. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah. Long, like, not quite as exciting, exciting as the nun that wouldn't give up their seat to exactly. you on the train. There's a lot of people with nun stories. We'll have some of those. Yeah, some of them are made but up. But the key story is, as told said uh, made people uh, text in saying that you can lock your car from a further distance away uh, if you do it via the medium of your own head so you put the keys that's yes. quite worrying isn't it that it increase your own head in 
increases the range. I'd like why to know that? why that works. Because anybody knows why that works. Klopster has told us this. Let us know. 8, 10, 18, Why would that work, Paul? Not, doesn't it increase infrared through your like, mind? I don't like the sound of it. <laughs> Do you? It's quite worrying that that should, that should be the case. Um, uh, London Fitzy said, my, oh, yeah. this is gospel, he says. Okay. My, my mate Peter Gilbert ran the line, flag and all, in his jag in the pouring <laughs> ranger in a Sunday league game in South End. So, Fitzy, what was he doing? What? Was he, they drive for and what, would he back up? Well, like, like, like the people in the middle of, the, uh, of a horse racing, you know, the people who drive around in the yeah. middle of the, the horse The difference racing. is, though, as an as, as a assistant referee, you've got to go up and down the line. So at some point, you'd be driving forward half That's the pitch and having it? to drive back. I mean, oh, you can be oh, mowing down half the parents. It's a terrible Arm idea. around the back of the seat next to him, looking out the yeah. back. Fantastic. So good. These, are, these are all things that you did from your car, not in it, we hasten to add. <laughs> Tony, the trucker bloke, says, uh, picked up dog from the vets, put her in the passenger seat, walked round to the driver's side, uh, but in the meantime, she, she stood on the central locking. Oh. And she sat in the air conditioning. Well, thankfully that was working, which yeah. he could... Oh, yeah. While I waited for a locksmith in a 100-degree Texas heat. My my niece did that to my sister. Really? On, on the Torpoint Ferry, Paul. Wow. The, the ferry from Plymouth to Torpoint. Yeah. It's a two-minute ferry. Mm. But on that ferry, my sister got out of the car. Her daughter, my niece, pressed the button to lock wow. the car. The daughter's locked in the car. Right. Everyone's on the ferry. No one can get off. Oh, no. How exciting. <laughs> I was delighted, were they? <laughs> to get the AA to come and change it. Yeah, oh, yeah. What about that? It's the electrical charge in your brain boosts the signal. This isn't, that isn't true. <laughs> we need a proper scientist here, Paul. That sounds like rubbish. So things you did from your car, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J. Um, and do tell us this afternoon things you did from your car and indeed the, the, really not the ideal time and place the, very much the wrong time and place to get absolutely bluted mm. which you never never should have done um, why did somebody I think Silas said the phrase waking up in the morning thinking why did I do that is very much the story of my life he said <laughs> so I'm in yeah. a Hollywood film Paul uh, called The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas yeah very briefly yeah um, and it's I a very good film filmed that, in Buda, well. fi- filmed that in Budapest yeah. So I got this job. I was quite pleased to get it. And then I, uh, I flew out there. I've got a friend who lives in Budapest mm-hmm. and he likes a pint, Paul. Mm-hmm. But I thought, don't ring him. Don't ring don't him. Don't ring him, Paul, because you've got filming. your own call. You're, 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 you're in a Hollywood movie tomorrow. Yeah. You're on call. Anyway, I had a pint by myself had- in the hotel bar. Yeah, said- I can have one with him. <laughs> I can have one. Anyway, ended up getting back to the hotel six o'clock the next morning um, because I'd been out with him all night in Budapest. Wow, right. um, got picked up at eight o'clock in the car wow. and then uh, driven to set mm. where the makeup women were like, are you, are you all right? <laughs> really? Are you okay? I was sweating. It was like, really? Oh, it's not good. It was before I discovered I was gluten-free as well, so it was right. all a bit of a disaster. When it's put my costume on, I yeah. thought, this is not going to go well. Can I? It, was a, it was a full white tux, the costume. Wow. And I was like, this is not going to go well. I cannot believe I've done this. Why? Just arguing with myself. Yeah. Why have you done this? Yeah. This is Hollywood. Mm, yes. This is, you know, this is a Hollywood film. Yeah. Anyway, got called to set, got up on set, lights in my eyes, like, like <laughs> as, as bad as it could possibly be. Yes. Thought I was about to be ill, you know, properly, like, on set. Oh, it's no, not good. You know, it? not very good at all. Mm, can't get the light right. We'll do it again tomorrow. Ooh. Got away with it, Paul. So this is the point where you say, so anyway, I got back to the hotel bar and I was a bit lonely and I thought, <laughs> I can have one with him. I'll have one. <laughs> Six o'clock the following morning. Anyway, yeah, there uh, so are. there we are. There's Charlie. Yeah, in the, even, but you argue, you're like, why have you done? Oh, no, you idiot. So foolish. Yes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Now, today's really the first day where the, the media are picking up on the, the Premier League returning this back weekend. Ball, the this internationals big, big are day. done, the playoffs are done, all the fallout game is done. Game day is back, Paul. Game day is back. Certainly is on, on Talk Sport. Three games for you on Saturday, big games, including Stevie Gerrard's yeah. first game in charge Some of Villa. Some belters. Liverpool, Arsenal this weekend, Paul. Some Indeed. absolute yeah. belters. We're bringing that game as well, 5.30. But this was not actually an unintended advert for our coverage. Oh, sorry, reason, I was, I was being it, a company man. It was beautiful the way you did it, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, well, gold star to you. Um, but already, the, it, it just seemed uh, Ole's back in the barrel. Never mind at the wheel. <laughs> so much coverage today. Questions like our next guest home paper. Will Solskjaer survive as United manager? Um, and it's, it's obviously going to stay a story, even if they do beat Watford at the weekend, which is, which is with respect, quite likely. Um, the pressure will not be off. We've had news about increased wages today. So here to talk a bit of Manchester United is uh, the Telegraph's very own United Sporting, Jim White. Good afternoon, Jim. Afternoon, Paul. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's going to stay a story, isn't it? And there's still these things about Zidane and Brendan Rodgers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's you know, at what point will the heat be off? Especially with like Champions League next week. Maybe the winning the Champions League, getting through that stage. If they didn't get through the group stage, I mean, you cannot see any uh, you know situation in which he could survive that. There seems to be, I think, in the hierarchy at United, a kind of looking back. I mean, they've been looking back a lot with um, Solskjaer back to the Ferguson era. And it's looking back to Ferguson's own time of difficulty, which was the autumn of 1989, uh, when they suffered a huge number of defeats. I think six in in the league by, by then. And um, they stuck by Ferguson then. And there seems to be a... And uh, a belief that if they stick by Solskjaer, the same response will happen, that United will come through the other side as a trophy winning club again. There's a big difference, however. Uh, in 89, that was by no means a finished article of a team. Ferguson mm. was still working out his best players. He was still buying in players. The players he bought in hadn't properly settled. United have spent hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds chucked it in Solskjaer's direction. And he has a team that I think most people would say is pretty much complete. Yeah, maybe one or two positions could be upgraded um, and should be doing a lot better. So I think if they are kind of relying on the thought that he might do a Ferguson and come round, they're wholly misguided because the circumstances are completely different. Yeah, Paul, you, sorry, Paul. You yeah. say they should win that, Jim. I don't know what you think. For, for me, I think there can be many worse places to go for Man United this weekend. Watford, Anfield. Oh, uh, with, no, no, but Watford <laughs> with Ranieri, who's had a couple of weeks with them. You know, um, they wow. won't all have been off for international break. So, yeah. got hold of a Watford team who are trying to pull out of a relegation scrap. I, 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 in a game that Man United should win, all the all the pressure is on you them. Make a compelling case. Well, there, Charlie, all the pressure is on I, I, them, and then they don't Charlie, do well under Charlie, pressure. I'm, I'm going to that game, and I'm already terrified. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was quite confident before. <laughs> Two you Two weeks with Claudio Ranieri. Yeah, could be that. It's lovely. Yeah, the well, tonight on Channel better. Five. <laughs> I, I can think of a few. I mean, look, I'm, I pin it to the dressing room wall, Claudio, of course. But I can think of quite a few places I'd rather not go than Vicarage Road at the weekend. Uh, the other thing was the the latest accounts, and the club's wage bill was increased by almost a quarter. I did love this. Your, your colleague uh, James Ducker writing today, uh, a quarter with the signing of Cristiano Ronaldo, Rafa. 
Rafael Varane, uh, Jaden Sancho and Tom Heaton. That quartet, he said, have added almost 1.3 million a week to the wage bill. And I'm thinking, I bet Tom Heaton's sitting there thinking, I'm not making a massive dent in that. <laughs> oh, have you? No. <laughs> Don't blame me. Um, but Tom yeah. Heaton's financial advisor is rubbing his hands. <laughs> you never told me, Tom. It's, yeah, you they, never told me, mate. That's right. Cristiano Ronaldo's on less than Tom Heaton, we're going to discover. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, as I said, they're a big club. You know, you support a big club. They're always going to be the story, especially in, in times of uh, strife. But again, that's not a massive surprise that buying players from uh, Real Madrid or signing one of the world's best players or indeed a hot prospect from Germany are going to cost you a lot in wages. It's expensive. And mm. in the past, you look at, you know, they, they basically you, you can tot up the wage bill and that should give you an idea of where you should finish in the division. You know, if you pay the most, you should finish at the top. I mean, that's always been the kind of formula uh, in football. Um, and, and they ain't going to finish at the top. So, you know, it's another example of not getting it right somewhere. Some They're paying huge amounts of money and still not getting the return that you should be getting. Yeah. Something is going horribly wrong. And to go back to uh, what you were saying about Watford, the thing is, even if they win, it won't resolve anything, I don't feel. You know, uh, uh, as Paul was saying, they should win there. So a win isn't really going to help. It's not really going to tell us anything about mm. what's going on. Um, and, and, you know, I fear that... that um, they will turn up with roughly the same team he always puts out and it it won't be any good you mm. know there won't be any signs of kind of ideas or, or or new directions available even if they scrape a victory yeah jim just very quickly uh, i saw a tweet you put out a couple of days ago you said uh, i once wrote a piece about the way in which young asian cricketers in yorkshire were routinely discriminated against by a system rigged against them when i contacted uh, yorkshire they said that all the instances I had were historic and it would never happen again. The piece was published in 1990. Oh, no. I, I, it, when, when all this was going on, it reminded me. And um, it was so long ago, uh, Paul, that I couldn't find it anywhere online, mm. that piece. Mm. Uh, just couldn't find it. And then somebody sent it to me. Apparently, it was in an academic book somewhere. So uh, somebody sent it to me. And I remember going up to... Uh, um, Yorkshire and speaking to these two lads who were very very good young cricketers when they were sort of you know uh, they were playing for the count for the county schools teams and so on both got a chance with Yorkshire and what they told me was just appalling you know that the, the the, the way they were treated. This was in the days, you, you remember, you could only play for Yorkshire if you were born in Yorkshire. Mm. Well, these lads were born in Yorkshire and yet still they were discriminated against. And, you know, uh, 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 one of them, uh, apparently, he, he scored a brisk 50 and then he got caught on the boundary. And when he was walking off, he heard the uh, senior uh, Yorkshire executive go, typical P word, um, can't get their head down when it's necessary. You know, this kind of inbuilt prejudice mm. was extraordinary. And, it, you know, 30 years on, it still seems to be there. But what was uh, I was writing about then was how self-destructive this was because they had this huge pool of brilliant talent. They should have been nurturing it. They should have been absolutely trying to get those blokes to play for Yorkshire. But in fact, all they'd done was alienate them. And, mm. the, and, and the payoff was all these guys, mad cricket fans, they all supported Lancashire because they hated Yorkshire so much. Wow, we. Jim, good to talk to you as always. Thank you. All the best.
Jim White there, the Daily Telegraph sports writer. Yes, uh, that, yeah. that, that, that sort of a, a large group of motivated young people yeah. who love cricket and completely turning them away is mass, mass madness. Uh, we're going to talk boxing very shortly with two guys you'll uh, hear in action uh, and see in action this weekend uh, uh, live at Wembley. Uh, Adam and Hassan Azim will be joining us, tell us their story and look ahead to their fights. Uh, don't forget birthday spread in the final hour. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're going to bring you live boxing uh, this weekend on uh, Talk Sport from uh, Wembley Arena. Uh, Andy Clark and Spencer Oliver are your uh, commentary team for that one. Fine night of boxing. Uh, on the bill uh, that evening are two fighting brothers, uh, Adam and Hassan Azim, highly uh, rated amateurs and great careers. Great. Moved into the pro, rank, pro ranks fairly recently. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, are making a bit of a stir. Highly rated. They join us now. Guys, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. good. Thank Thanks. You. Adam, we'll, 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 uh, we'll uh, kick off with you. First, um, t- tell us who you're up against this weekend and a, and a little bit about them. Um, I'm fighting on Saturday um, on the Sky Sports Boxer undercard against um, a decent opponent called Stu Harrison. Uh, so, Stu Greener. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, yeah. and just can't wait, can't wait to fight. Mm, yeah. What what can you what what have you found? Because I know this was a kind of fairly late. For, um, because when I last looked, we, we weren't quite sure who the opponent was. So how much how much time have you had to kind of prepare for him? Um, yeah, I had a quite of um, probably had like three weeks to prepare for him. Mm. But I'm I'm ready in anyone to like, I'm ready to fight anyone. So. I'm... Um, yeah, good stuff, Hassan. Uh, what about you? Who are you up against? Um, uh, my opponent's name Ivan. It's, he's got a funny uh, surname. I don't know how to pronounce it. Ivan oh. Nat Jedjek or something. Um, I'm I'm can't wait. I'm, I'll be fine on the same card as Adam, the 27th, yeah. uh, 20th of November. And um, I'm looking sharp, looking strong, and it's can't wait. Have you been uh, on the same card before collectively, the two of you, uh, Adam? No, I'm, no, I haven't. No, this is my, actually my first pro debut. Um, so yeah. All right. Oh, fantastic. And how long have you been fighting? I've been fighting for 10 years. Um, I've been uh, we've done a lot in amateur games. You know, I'm also a youth Olympic bronze medalist, um, European silver medalist, and uh, won many national and international titles. Um, and now it's just time to take it into pro games. Um, Adam, are you the youngest or the oldest? Uh, I'm the youngest. I'm uh, 19 years old and my brother is 21. So was it Hassan who kind of got you into it? He started to go boxing? Actually, I, I started... I actually started boxing before him. I oh, started wow. at the age of four, and I've been doing it for 13 years. Uh, I started at the age of four, and Hassan started at the age of 10. Right. Kindergarten, uh, 10 kindergarten champion of the world, were you? <laughs> yeah. Four. Well, that, that, that is young. Yeah. So what was it? Tiny doing? little belt. Uh, Hassan, what, what kind of got you into it? What made you think at 10 that you what you wanted to, to go and do it yourself? Um, actually, it was at twelve. Um, but basically, I was watching Adam on the side, watching him for many years, uh, uh, watching Adam sparring, bags, pads, done everything. And then at age of twelve, I you know wanted to give it a try and uh, did my first sparring session, and uh, turned out I done really well. And this is me that I haven't really, I haven't trained at all. And just me watching Adam has made me um, at a time, you know, um, uh, sparred really well. And um, so then. Since, since that day, you know, I on, went on to, you know, big things. 
Yeah. You must spar each other, and does it spill over? Does one one <laughs> you get one you get clipped, and you think that was a bit much? So uh, we do technical spars, but you know, brothers, are, you know how brothers are like—they don't bloody listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we normally have our sparring sessions at home when we fight over control or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah, what a good idea. We've got Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, a question we've put to Klitschko's and to uh, Harley and Connor Ben in the past would you fight your brother? And uh, I think Harley said he would fight Connor. Connor said he wouldn't fight Harley. And both the Klitschko's always say the same thing would you break your mother's heart? They they never wow. say it. But you two kind of could, couldn't you, wait twice? You could meet halfway the pair of you because you do fight at different weights. So would you would you ever contemplate that or not if it came down to it? No, no, I would never fight my brother. No, no, way. I can't, let, can't let my mum, you know, see that. <laughs> see, it's the same thing. It's mum. <laughs> it's mum every time. But, but which of you is your mum's favourite? <laughs> which which <laughs> of you is your mum's favourite, you see, and then that'll start the fight? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. See, Adam starts the fight and then I get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah fair enough. But the older brother will get the blame. Yeah, Why yeah. pick on your younger yeah, exactly, brother? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Leave him alone. Right. He's only little. Exactly. <laughs> 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 now, you're, in the, you're, you're both in the McGuigan camp aren't you uh, I understand yes, that, right? yeah. yeah and uh, so yeah, working right, with yeah. Shane and a good stable there some good guys around you to to, to learn from that's right yeah we've got um, a lot of fighters you know Chris William Smith Ati Fowler Lawrence Coley and Danny Dubois and a few other fighters and you know being part of that journey and being part of the gym is you know it's a blessing in uh, disguise and um, obviously I'm having a, a pro debut but I've already gained some experience already from, um, from them because they they pass on the experience to us, to the next generation. Mm. So um, that's been uh, very helpful in, uh, in Maguga Gym. I think everyone at Maguga Gym is always positive and um, it's, we're like a mini family. Good stuff. Lovely well, stuff. We, look, we wish you both well yeah. at the weekend. We look forward to Thank hearing you, you in action, seeing you in action. All the best, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Adam and uh, Hassam Azim there, fighting brothers, and uh, yet you'll catch uh, all the uh, boxing this be, Saturday. Be a great night evening, wouldn't it? Be, a, be some promoter out there, get get onto it. Brothers fighting all and sisters, night, just fighting night, all night. Brothers and sisters, yeah, brothers and big fight night. Be lovely, wouldn't it? Be, yeah. Maybe over a certain age as well, <laughs> like a lifetime of resentment, Paul, built up. Brothers in their fifties fighting each other. Is this what you're trying? <laughs> It's a great night out. Charlie Baker Promotions <laughs> yes, present. Right, I'm, I'm putting it on. Sibling rivalries. There it is, Paul. Yeah. The time is now. Who is mum's favourite? Yeah, we find right. out now. That's right. Remember, so they're in the ring. So <laughs> yeah. Remember when you were five and you nicked yeah. my action man? Exactly. You put him under a... <laughs> put him, you put him in the oven. You put my... I don't know. Exactly. What, just puns, just people, yeah. not boxers. Yeah, you want to watch just people... You never bought my kids any Christmas presents. Bang! Yeah, you'd watch like that, that, would you, Charlie? It sounds <laughs> all a bit brutal, really. It's in their seventies, Paul. Just seventies, like like from the live from the care home. You know, two brothers. <laughs> this no, you've gone too far now, Charlie. Step back. Step away from the microphone, okay? Please. So yeah, big night boxing here on Talksport on uh, uh, Saturday. We had some some sad news uh, yesterday. David Lacey uh, was Guardian football correspondent. Uh, and was a, just an absolutely se- a lovely guy and a sensational writer. Yeah. He died aged 83. In the early days of, of this show, he used to come in and and uh, uh, chat to myself and Andy on, on Mondays where we'd kind of do a review of the weekend. And he was always great company. And but just a, a wonderful journalist and a great match reports uh, writer. It's yeah. just fantastic. It's such a difficult discipline. Well, it's such an art, isn't it? Yeah, because to, you've, got, you've got to, you know, you've got to... The, 
the whistle's got to go. There might have been an equaliser in the last minute yeah. or something. And you and to completely craft, change it. And then craft something craft the, the way story, that he yeah. would. Um, not just the story of the game, but uh, you know the style in which he put it together yeah. was pretty awe-inspiring considering the, the time constraints he was up against. So yeah. it was really sad to hear that. He was a, a great guy, David, and we used to enjoy chatting to him and I certainly used to love reading his work as I'm sure a lot of the talk sport listeners did. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It gets bigger and bigger every year, the Leicester Comedy it's, Festival. It's a, it's a You've really been, good one, Paul. Yeah. It's one of the really good ones. takes place over about... Um, about a month in Leicester, and Le- Leicester's oh. a very accessible city. When did it first? When did it oh, first happen? I couldn't tell you. I'm not right. the Leicester historian, oh, okay, uh, Paul, but I can, I can Google it, Paul. Oh, okay. If you're that enough. interested, Thanks for your help, mate. Um, but uh, it's like what it's good for is seeing lots yeah. of bigger acts in smaller rooms and lots of acts on the up. That's nice uh, because people, a lot of the time, people are doing work in progress and working out their shows and their tour shows and their Edinburgh shows and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Really good accessible comedy festival. Nice. You're going to be there? I'll be there with my show on the 9th of February if anyone wants to come to that. Yeah. That'll be very good. It's called 24 Hour Pasty People. Um, <laughs> good title. And uh, it'll be the same old rubbish but in a new box, Paul. So, yeah, you That's know. good. Lovely. Um, also going to be there will be uh, comedian Jake Lambert. Man likes his football. Yeah, he's, well, he's a Tottenham fan much <laughs> like me so whether that means you like your football or not, I'm not quite so sure. Good afternoon, Jake. Hello, how are you? Uh, yeah, good, we're good. We're quite yeah. a sizable delay. Wow, where are you, Jake? Oh, was there? Oh, it's always, yeah, no, it's all right. Maybe you just, you, it was quite a delay. It sounds like it's all right. It's, it's corrected itself. <laughs> I might have just been thinking about my response. Sorry. <laughs> really? Yeah, the thing about Jay, he really takes his really time. He takes really his time. He pauses over a punchline. <laughs> it's quite high risk. The Harold Pinter of comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, fantastic pauses. So, uh, that's would a you... highbrow reference. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, there. Well, yeah, 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 that's it. Not beautiful. Um, um, would you agree there with Charlie that uh, the Leicester Comedy Festival, everything he said, all the nice things he just said? Well, you're going to be appearing there, so I'm guessing yes. Well, I'd better say yes now. But, um, yeah, it is. It's lovely. It's very supportive. And mm. it's a, I guess it's a big student town. But what normally happens is we all go up there in February when our shows aren't ready. So they often get quite a, um, quite a poor show compared to what ends up going to Edinburgh. So I sort of feel bad for them. They're such a nice audience, but they don't get the best show. Sorry, that is not selling it at all, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but this year they will, Jake, because because you've had so long to write your show. Yeah. You've had a whole pandemic, two years to write a show. Well, no excuses. No excuses at yeah, all, are yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> no pressure now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, yeah, Jake, that's true. Yeah, yeah, Jake. You, I mean, it's interesting because you kind of got into stand up via being funny on Twitter, which is, I mean, maybe that's that's going to become. The norm, but it's very different, isn't it? I mean, you you know, you, if you're being, you get reaction from people on social media if you're doing funny stuff, but it, it's very different to working a room, isn't it? What was there? Did did you? How difficult was it to adjust? Um, I think I was lucky because when you start comedy, you end up being like a room above a pub with people trying to see if they're funny or not. But I had sort of proof that mine worked because people were sort of retweeting them hmm. so maybe i sort of cheated a bit 
there's no cheating. There's no cheating there. There's no cheating there at all. Oh, thanks, you know, Charlie. But no, because there's no there's no easy way in. There's no easy way in to to doing the job. And you've you know everyone's got to turn up and as we prove, say it out loud exactly. Yeah. And we can make it look very difficult <laughs> at times. In, in Charlie's day, he used to send uh, random faxes to people, <laughs> and if they passed it on to someone else, then he'd know he was funny. So it was, the technology wasn't there when Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, what was it like off? during the Blitz, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> what's your show about jay and what's it called shimmy shake which um obviously i came up with that title three years ago and i was getting ready to go to that fringe so i can't really remember why i called it that but i do talk about epilepsy in the show so it might oh. accidentally sort of make sense but i must say big fan of 24 hour pasty people oh well, yeah. well it's, um, it's probably the best thing about the show so far um, <laughs> i'm assuming, I'm assuming <laughs> i'm assuming you have epilepsy or and it's not yeah, just you just just drilling down on yes. people <laughs> with epilepsy mm. yeah you've got you've got to find a niche but um no yeah i had it when i was at when i was at university right. so actually it's quite a, a story where basically there was this German girl who I met when I was at university who also had epilepsy mm. who helped me. So during lockdown, when I was bored, I sort of went on a little mission to see if I could find her. Um, which I mean, obviously I couldn't leave my house. That was just me Googling and lo- using Facebook, but mm. you know, <laughs> I, I build more of a story arc around it than that. Oh, okay. Wait, Ma- man Googles German woman. A lot of people did that. <laughs> yeah. During <laughs> lockdown. During lockdown. Um, yeah, it was a, it was long, lonely nights. The, um, <laughs> Yes. Now you are a Spurs fan, and yeah, I am. Um, yeah. Are you are you excited by? I mean, it's like very early days for Conte. He's had a couple of weeks with the fringe players. I'm sure all the boys are reported back Wednesday are back in boot camp. Um, so, are you excited by the prospect of what he can bring? Yeah, and I'm doing those things where I just sort of believe every positive story I hear. And then just ignore all the rest and all the other noise. Mm-hmm. So I'm convinced we will win something get top four and then build on that next year and just be a superpower. So as long as I start believing all the positive things, then that will happen, I reckon. A superpower. That sounds quite... A superpower. How are you judging if you're <laughs> a superpower or not? Well, for Tottenham, just a trophy, to be honest. Yeah, come on, you've got to win a trophy. Ramon, yeah. We had Ramon Vega well, I, the other I day. I think he'll got... do it. Mm. We had, Jake, we had Ramon Vega the other day, and he was he was sort of, he was sort of bragging about the League Cup they won. He just you know. he brought up he brought up we only had ten men. The Leicester <laughs> yeah Leicester uh, eighty nine was it ninety nine wasn't yeah. that long ago? Don't bring that up the comedy festival. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't start. Yeah, don't start. Open with that. Robbie Savage got Justin sent off. We only had ten men. Good night. Yeah, do do a bit of that and see how that goes down well with the Leicester audience. Probably not massively well. Um, yeah, I mean, so but no, I'm feeling positive. Him. Good, okay. Well, I mean, the, the fringe, the, you know, he's, he's had a look at uh, players that hadn't gone away, like Andon Bele and uh, Deli Ali and one or two others. So I wonder if some of those might end up... That will tell us how they've trained for the last couple of weeks. Certainly those players that have not been getting a start uh, will we'll, we'll suddenly see whether they've impressed in this couple of weeks when they've kind of had him to themselves. Yeah, they're slightly... Them having a bit of a sort of poor form has sort of worked in our favour. Whereas mean they've sort of got a fortnight to work with Conte. Mm. So if he if he can get the best out of, I mean, if he, he he can add anything to what they can bring at the minute, then I think it will help us because they're both amazing players, and I love them both. I'd love them both to work and Undombele especially. He looks like he could be a magician, but he also just enjoys. It's a bit like me. I could be great, but I do also enjoy doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so where, when, what night are you on at the Leicester Comedy Festival? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm Jake. Sorry, this is, a, this is sorry. awful, Jake. I'm, You've had I'm two years to get this here. ready. Let me, <laughs> let me look, I'm looking at the diary now. Hold on. Oh, I've got it. Um, 8th of February. They're eight, the night yeah. before me. So there we are. Go to Leicester, see Jake, stay the night, have oh, a few pints, yeah. get up in the next day and then come and see the following night. Or there's loads of shows on all the time, so go and see loads of different shows while you're in Leicester. Really? You've done a great, a, a tremendous yeah, advert I'm, I'm, the I'm doing of you. Once be- you job than Jake. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Jake. Shimmy Shake, Shimmy Shake, which could be Cockney rhyming slang for, for your name as well, Jake. That'd be nice, wouldn't yeah, it? It could be, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, thank you, Jake. Thanks very much. Sorry, next time I'll be more organised. Well, there we are. <laughs> okay. There we are, Jake Lambert. There. I don't believe he will, Paul. No, probably. I not. think that's part of his shtick. And uh, 24 Hour Pasty people, very good title, that. Thanks, you know. Paul. And, uh, You're working yes. on a special show within a show. We won't say too much more, but it, sound, it sounds. You good. like the sound of it, don't you? I Paul? do like the you sound. You like the of sound of it. There's so a show on, within a show. Go and see Charlie uh, at that Leicester Comedy yeah, Festival. February the 9th. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. All this week, we're looking uh, forward to taking part in Football Shirt Friday. Uh, all day, we'll be raising awareness and fundraising for Cancer Research UK's Bobby Moore Fund. Yeah. As well as encouraging you to get involved and wear your favourite shirt, all this week, you can enter the amazing Cancer Research UK's Football Shirt Friday prize draw now you can enter by text and one winner will receive all these prizes should we we go from you do the first one paul a private box for eight at wembley for uh, for both the 2022 men's fa cup semi-finals provided by club wembley so that's 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 one lovely job hospitality tickets for the president's pardon (laughs) coming again hospitality tickets for the president's table at the 2021 2022 william hill world darts championship final for the winner and one guest aged 18 plus and that's provided by Barry Hearn and the Professional Darts Corporation uh, an 18 hole round of golf hosted by Jamie O'Hara at Royal Mid-Surrey Golf Club for the winner and up to two guests wow we nice. have a retro style England football shirt signed by Harry Kane and a 2021 season England football shirt signed by Gareth Southgate they win brilliant. all that Paul brilliant that's what a fantastic amazing prizes. prizes so that's all yours so here's our old mate Jeff Stelling to tell you how you can get involved. Hi there, this is Jeff Stelling. Here's how you enter Cancer Research UK's Football Shirt Friday draw. Enter text FRIDAY to 84902. This will cost one standard rate message. A one-off donation of £5 will be made to Cancer Research UK's Bobby Moore Fund. You can opt out of this donation by replying CANCEL to the entry confirmation form within 60 minutes. Your prize draw entry will still be valid if you opt out. Entries close on Sunday 21st of November. To enter, you must be 18 or over and live in the UK. Terms and conditions at talksport.com slash BMF. Good luck and thanks for supporting Cancer Research UK's Football Shirt Friday. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. So that's text Friday to 84902 all the terms and conditions are at talksport.com forward slash BMF and don't forget to dig your shirt out for this Friday uh, the 19th of November Charlie um, I'll be digging my shirt out Paul I've only got uh, two options at the moment yeah. um, because all my stuff is in storage because we're moving house you've got um, the, you've got the centenary got, uh, Torquay shirt the, the Torquay shirt which um, yeah, which is our third kit at the moment which is a, a 
a lovely shirt, which is the yeah, one I'll be wearing. White, yeah. Because the other one is, um, I sponsor one of the uh, Talk United players, and it's um, a medium slim fit oh, shirt okay. that they sent Sabaloy. me. So I don't think the TalkSport offices want to see that. They Paul. don't. <laughs> they want to see you walking around all day in that. I think tomorrow. we'd lose money for the Bobby Moore fund. Andy will have something from the vintage Chelsea <laughs> yeah, range. Oh, lovely. I'm not with you tomorrow, Andy. You're going to be with Andy tomorrow, but yeah. I'll dig out something uh, from home and, and do that from home. Lovely but, uh, stuff. Get involved if you can. It's a really fun, simple way to to raise much-needed funds for the Bobby Moore Fund, and you could potentially win all those fantastic prizes. prizes as well as an added mm. incentive. So that's all to come. In the meantime, people have been getting in touch, uh, haven't they, about... For uh, all sorts of reasons. Yeah, um, but some of them have been telling us... Um, the key fob is one thing that's taken yeah. off, Paul. Well, we didn't has. expect it to, but people have been telling us why, if you put the key fob on your head... Hmm. It goes further. And everyone's told us a different reason, Paul. So well, I'm beginning to think nobody actually knows. Klopp's does come up with some strange thing that a professor has said about... The, it's rubbish. Oh. Um, the real thing is, I suppose, if, if, if you hold it up higher... Uh, it improves the range. It can't be that, Paul. If you hold it up in the air, no, it's it not going to make any difference, is it? Actually, the key fob distance work, yeah. works much better. Jo- using the, the, this using... what, jo- it was good of John, though. He's yeah. a lovely fella, John. Clearly, uh, if he speaks to everybody like this, he said the reason putting a key close to your head works is because you're holding it higher. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, John. He's hosting the sports Thanks, bar tonight. Um, actually, Talk the to key... your mum like that, John, dear. <laughs> the robotic Richard Simon Simmons has been in, in touch. The key fob distance works much better. You Using the belly to replicate a satellite dish. Now, does anybody actually know, Paul? I don't think that the only way a car fob signal could appear to be boosted by a head is because the line of sight may be improved. Yeah, absolute, absolute nonsense. That's what I'm going with. Um, also, you told us about those times in your life where you really shouldn't have got bluted, uh, and there was absolutely no excuse for it. Mm. After we saw a City and Liverpool legend in a in a sort of working green room at a um, <laughs> at a, f- a football exhibition, uh, yeah, in some state of yeah disrepair. Um, I worked uh, with my brother as a tiler, but needed a permanent job. He told me a job had come up in our local tiling shop. So could I go and have a chat with the uh, owners? Oh, yeah. I spent three hours in the pub, <laughs> then wandered down for a oh, chat. Yeah. Just a little chat, Bob. Turns out it was a full, proper interview, <laughs> not just a chat. <laughs> 17 years I've worked there. Ali. They obviously like the cut of his yeah, gin. The added confidence, Paul. Thank the you. smell of gin. Thank you, Ali, for that. So I'm so glad. 17 well done, years Ali. he's been working there. I'll never forget his interview. It's never good, is it, when you think, I've had too much here? It's not. It's not good. It's never a good thing, really. Have Especially a, in, Have you ever been on air, Paul, and you've thought, oh, I shouldn't have had that? Or, you know, no, for a promotion or been broadcasting from a pub or whatever. You know, I know no, you're I don't, a great pro. I don't, I don't do that. I don't have a special coffee. Morning. I've got the capacity to do that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's time then for the birthday spread, that point of the show uh, every Thursday when we try and guess the birthdays, the ages of people who've celebrated a birthday this week. Andy Jacobs has compiled them. He's added a, a little funny to each one. Yeah, a little one. Oh, yeah. Lovely joke. A little funny. And um, Jeff Peters is on hand to keep score. He's not back in the nerve centre, oh. uh, as far as I know. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good morning slash good afternoon. Oh, you're still in, still beautiful, in Cancun, beautiful yeah. Mexico. I bet mean, you're looking you're looking good, Jeff. Are you su- Ooh, looking yeah, very tanned. tanned by now? Um, but it's the worst weather I've ever had on my seven previous trips. To, oh uh, dear, they do like a, oh, I like a bit of heavy rain now, don't they? Of oh, course, dear. Yeah, yeah. 
First world problems. Oh dear, oh well, it could be worse. Um, uh, Andy, you're all set, you've got some gold for us today? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Mm. Tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Charlie, I think that probably the best way, I did win, I did win did last week, Jeff, oh, great, great news, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Paul, Paul, you've won six in a row and oh. you lead ten. Oh dear. Worst part of my week, this. Oh, Charlie, yeah, come on. Now, uh, we, we've done away with the Johnny Weaver <laughs> memorial toss, um, and basically oh, the person who lost last week can decide whether they want to yeah. go first or second. I'll go second, please. You'll go second, so I'll kick off, Charlie. Charlie uh, will go second, and uh, here's Pele. Good. And uh, the first birthday this week is Dom Jolly, the comedian mm. Dom Jolly. Yeah. And he's working on a new show, Dom, where he goes around uh, pranking cricketers who play for Somerset. It's called Trago Happy TV. <laughs> oh, that's <sound> pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, Why well, is Dom Jolly? He's probably got quite a, quite a young face, but he's yeah. been around a while, hasn't he? Yeah. I'd say, do you know how old he is, Charlie? No. You're a mate of yours. No. I'd say, why are you smiling like that? I don't know. I don't know, Paul. You know, just, just, just trying a new tactic. Paper. Trying a new tactic <laughs> of psyching you out. Head, yeah. <laughs> I'd say uh, Dom Jolly's probably about 48. What do you think? 51. 54. There we go. Oh, okay. That's a young face. <laughs> yeah. So what's that done? The scores, Jeff? Uh... Paul, you are six out. Charlie, you are three out. It's Paul six, Charlie three. Is it raining at the moment, Jeff? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's okay at the moment. It's okay. meant to be raining oh, late. Sun's out. As soon as good he's finished this, yeah. he'll go out and it'll start raining. <laughs> lovely, yeah. yeah lovely. So, okay. Very, I feel really sorry for you, Jeff. Right, Charlie, you're next. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's been in the studio. We've interviewed him a few times. The fitness instructor, Mr. Motivator, Derek Evans. Mm, yeah, Derek Mr. Evans. Incredible shape he's in. Yes. Derek's got a new career, though. He's breaking up an aerating garden soil for planting. He's now Mr. Rotovator. Oh, oh okay. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I liked good. it. Yeah, Very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like, relatively older than he looks. Oh, yeah. 73. That's quite good. That's quite a good guess, Charlie. I'm going to just... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going 72. No, he's s one <laughs> 69. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, Derek, if you're listening. We just, you look so young, you know. So, what's that done to the scores, uh, Charlie? Uh, uh, sorry, Jeff. You are three out, takes you on to nine. Mm. Uh, Charlie is four out, takes him on to seven. Okay, delicately poised. Okay. Uh, Andy, yes. third birthday Solid. of the day. Solid start. Mm. It's Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Actor Whoopi Goldberg. I used to love going to that old fashioned joke shop she ran with her fellow actor Peter Cushion. Yes, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Oh, what did they, they got married? What did they call it? Yeah. And what, yeah. Imagine if they had got married and she. she, she, she was always the thing. You'd if, call if, yourself. If Beyonce, no, married, just if Beyonce be, married Roy Castle was always if, the one. If they got married, she'd be Cushion Goldberg. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't really right, work, exactly. would it? I was thinking that through. Okay, um, okay Whoopi Goldberg, uh, again, older than she looks, probably. Sick, um, 68. I think you're in the right ballpark there. What are you going for, Charlie? I'm going to go uh, 66, Paul. Paul. Clickety click. Ooh, Charlie, as usual, on form first half, he, she's 66. Bang. Okay, so uh, just remind us of the scores now, there. Bang. <laughs> yeah, Paul, two out, moving on to 11. Direct hit for Charlie, uh, so he is still on seven. It's a bit like Leicester trying to get in the Champions League, isn't it, the birthday spread? Yeah. Charlie doing so well, right up to the end. And then yeah. just 
We'll get Brendan on to tell us why it didn't yeah. happen. Is it raining yet? Uh, have you had yeah. a look, Jeff? Is it raining? It's, there's some dark, dark clouds. Okay. There, but, uh, yeah. I've had an hour this morning. I'll get I'll get back out after this. Don't worry. It's oh, looking yeah, a bit mate. gloomy in Chiswick. If anybody wants to know. No, we're not interested. No, <laughs> so, uh, Charlie, you're next. Yeah, here we go. Uh, she's the chair of National Youth Theatre, but we worked with her at Channel 5. It's Dawn Airy. Oh, yeah. Dawn Airy. Mm. And each year, Dawn needs a group of cyclists on a gastronomic tour de France. You must have seen the Airy Bikers. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Airy bikers, yeah. Could have yeah. gone, fishing. Could have gone fishing, you know, airy bikers. Um, 52. She's a bit older than that. No, no. Not a lot. Um, 56. She's 61. Is she? Oh, oh, a mile a out. Time. A mile out. Yeah, so what's that done to scores, Jefferson? Made pretty tight, I would imagine. Mm. It well, it's very tight indeed. Paul, you are five out. You're on sixteen. Charlie, nine out, and he moves on to sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, there's literally nothing in it. Literally. Um, so um, we're going to. This is the last one before half time, and I'll go first. Andy. It's the musician and anthropologist. A strange combination. Mm-hmm. Professor Georgina Bourne. Professor Georgina mm-hmm. Bourne. And me and Bruce Springsteen, actually, were with her father, Ronald, on the day she made her first appearance on Earth. Bruce stood over the crib, turned to her dad and said, Baby, you were born to Ron. Paul's on his phone now. I don't know if that's cheating. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, 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 do you know what? I'm not. <laughs> it looks, it looks it, very dodgy. It, wait, I'm not looking. I'm sorry. I'm not. Do you want me I'm not looking doing? Googling her age? I'm not looking <laughs> Sort of goes away against her. Is that not allowed? How old I, is Georgina Paul? I waste all my, I waste all my time <laughs> handcrafting these jokes and you're on the phone. It's not good enough. It's taken me all this time to realise that that's why I've been winning. I've been looking them up on my phone every time. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg will be called Whoopi Cushing Paul. Oh, yeah, but she'd be gold. But she would say, okay, oh, yes, she yes. would be, yeah. That's been bothering you, yeah. Charlie, hasn't it? <laughs> Only, yeah, That's okay. true. It was Peter Cushing. I yeah, thought his yeah. name was Peter Cushing. Cushing. Yeah. Beyond, <laughs> Beyond, Beyonce Cushing. Castle was the other joke I was going at, but oh, okay, that got lost again. Peter Cushing. <laughs> and, if, and if Isla Sinclair married Barry White, divorced him, and then married Brian Ferry, she'd be perhaps Isla White Ferry. Yeah, she, well, well has, it, has it started yeah. raining yet, Jeff? As in my heart after that joke. So I'd say, exactly. I'd say, um, who was it again? What's the name? Professor Bourne. Georgina Bourne. Do you know Georgie Bourne? Georgina Bourne. Might do. Um, remind us what, what she did, Andy. She's a musician. <laughs> An anthropologist. I know, I know Bourne's identity, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I'd say, good. I don't know, um, 58. Mm, I don't know who she is either, Paul. So. 58. This could be, this could be one of those, yeah. But I need to stay with you a bit. So, you know, uh, 54. Uh, she's in fact 66. Mm, okay. I went the wrong way. I went the wrong way. The wrong way. So, yeah. are we going to half time with the scores on what, Jeff? Okay, so Paul, you are six out on mm. the Georgina Bourne. So, you move on to 22. Yeah. Charlie, 12 out on that one. Ooh. So, he's on 28. So, Paul has a six point lead at the halfway Ooh. stage. Anyway, not much in it. No. Uh, we'll, so, there we are. We'll let uh, <laughs> Jeff go and sun himself. Um, and uh, we'll be back very shortly with the second half of today's birthday spread. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Birthday spread time, and we've got... Um, uh, uh, is Jeff uh, in the lack of control centre, says, yeah, rather unkindly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and uh, Guthers says, oh, Paul was actually eight away, Jeff, on Georgie Bourne, not six. So do you, do you want to look Maybe. back on that at all, Jeff? Or not? Oh, for goodness sake. Very untrustworthy. They take it very seriously. I'm untrustworthy of the whole thing this week. Yeah, yeah, Scores yeah. going wrong, Paul's on his phone. I, I might have to add... Um, last week, I had an important last message week, come Paul through. Paul had as many guesses as he wanted as the, at the last one yeah, until true. he got it about right. <laughs> I think it's only fair. I, I know you're more worried about the weather in Cancun, Jeff, so I'll add two onto my score. David Way, pretty sure Jeff yes. is hallucinating again yeah. with the scores. I think, yeah. I think you're absolutely he right. He probably is. He's a bottle of mezcal. The lime they put in the top of the Corona. <laughs> Trying to eat the worm. Uh, right. uh, 24. I, I, I norm- yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, I normally spend the uh, the half time just going through the scores to check what mistakes I've made. But what I thought I would do was, because you keep asking me about the weather, mm. I've taken a little video and put it on my Instagram story. Oh, so if you oh. want to see it, or anybody wants to see it, at Mr. Jeff Peters, oh. you can see plugging what our the Instagram Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I'm not on Instagram. Charlie Bates, so comedian, if we're plugging I'll our... Have to, I'll have to Andy, you on, uh, on Instagram? And, I'm, on Insta- I'm on Instagram, yeah. Okay, yeah. just some Follow. of the people who are on Instagram. <laughs> um, we didn't realise that John, our producer, plays along, and so does... Bill, who's on the decks. Bill's on 34, and John's on 45. <laughs> it. Uh, he thought Whoopi Goldberg cushion was uh, was 81. Poor old Whoopi. Anyway, let's crack on Pele. Charlie, on next. Okay. We'll get rattled through these. So, what am I? Four out. It's 24 28. 24 28. Yeah, that's it. Don't ask him. It's the Conservative MP and Energy Minister, <laughs> Greg Hands. Oh. Greg and I had to choose an MP for a big entertainment show I was doing. Uh, I didn't know who to go for until the star of the show, Max Bygrave, said Bygrave, to me, yeah. you need hands. Yeah, yeah. I knew Max was going to pop up at some stage. It's me, is it? Yes, yeah, you. Great hands. 57. That's pretty decent. Guess, I think, that. <clears throat> 54. What is 56. 56, oh, 56. Okay. 56. Yeah, we know, no. yeah. Okay. So, Jeff, what's that done to the scores? Slight closing of the gap. Mm. Uh, two out falls, you're on to 26. Yeah. And Charlie, one out, on to 29. 29 plays 26. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, I'm just informing Jeff, there's a change to the advertised order. I've got rid of Petula Clark. Oh. It was, okay. uh, would meant I'd have to sing. I didn't fancy it. There's a, a story <laughs> that Petula Clark is, is the punchline of to do with Sean Connery that I can't tell. No, me. okay, we don't, don't do that one at the moment. Do, do that on Instagram <laughs> at Charlie Baker Comedian. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Okay, we've no, got, we'll do it tomorrow. We've got rid of pet love. Pet's gone. Pet's gone. So I go pet's first. Gone. I go first. Who's, and who's she's next? been replaced. Pet yes. wins prize. She's been she's she's been replaced by the uh, famous shoe designer, footwear designer Jimmy Choo. Jimmy, Jimmy Choo. Choo. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and we entered the Coney Island hot dog competition. Nice, yeah. uh, but I had to give up ages before Jimmy. I said to him, "I've bitten off more than I could <laughs> chew." <laughs> there we. <are. laughs> Do you know Jimmy Choo? He's like a very well-known person. I don't know person, how old he is, though. I'll tell you at the end which... The you never know, do you? Yeah. You never know. shoe, Paul. It is me. Um, Jimmy Choo... At your age, not your shoe size, That's Jimmy. 60... <laughs> Clickety-click 66, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Charlie? I think you're in the right ballpark there, I'm going to say. Well, I think I'm going to go... 68. Ah, 70, 73. 73, 73 wow. Yeah. yeah, I think you've got even closer, Charlie. What's mm. the scores, Jeff? 
Seven thirty. Okay, so Paul seven out on to thirty-three. Yeah. Uh, Charlie five out one to thirty-four. So one in it oh, with three to go. Very good game, Charlie's up mm, next. Yeah. Here we go, Charlie. You can hear it's raining, can't you? In Genki? Yeah, you can. Mm. Anyway, it's Belting it's down. the tennis player, tennis player Sanya Mirza. Oh. Sanya Mirza. And I've got a panel actually asked to evaluate her position in women's tennis history. There was some dispute, but I said you can never underestimate the quality of Mirza. And the quality, oh, that's beautiful. Now, is she, uh, would this be fair to she ask the question? I don't is know, she, she currently playing or, or, or exactly? Or, or doesn't, or is that can't just, can't you well, help us there, Andy? Can't help, can you, really? Well, Sanya Mirza, you should know your tennis players, really. Okay, on talk well, sport, Paul, you're on talk sport. Okay, sorry about that. Um, Charlie, in that case, it's up to you. Uh, you go okay. Lisa first. O'Sullivan, Lisa O'Sullivan. She'll be shouting at the radio, yeah. Sanya Mirza, <laughs> 35. Sanya Mirza, oh, well, 28. Very good, Charlie. She's 35. Oh, yes. Ooh. Well done, Sanya Mirza, 35. What's that done to the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul, you're seven out. Mm. Uh, so move on to 40. Direct hit for Charlie. Stays on 34. Six-point lead for Charlie. Oh, Two no. to go. Here we go, Charlie. It's looking all very familiar <laughs> recent weeks. But it's you first next. That's good. Okay. Um, here we go then, Andy. Okay, he's the clerk of the House of Commons, John Benger. John Benger. And I caught him on November the 5th, planning to reenact the work of Guy Fawkes. I said, you can't do that. It would be Arson Benger. Hey! <laughs> the Benger the Boys. Benger. We do you know? are the Benger Boys. Yeah. Do you, uh... <laughs> the Benger bus is coming. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah, okay, that's it. I don't know who it is, me Paul, off. no. <laughs> um, I don't know John Benger, the... Uh... <laughs> 63. Ooh. I'm just going to try and get into the last round. 62. Okay. Another direct hit for Charlie. 62. Oh, my gosh. oh Unbelievable. That's impressive. There. Three direct hits. And I'm still so, going to lose. It's unbelievable. So Charlie stays on 34, <laughs> Jeff. I move on to 41. Is that right? That's right. And yeah. Charlie hoping now that there's no Robert Pinsky, Frank Land, Monica Vitti or Ken Monday to check him <laughs> up on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So every here we week. go. I then. can't believe it's every week. Every Charlie, you go first as always. Here we go. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> yes. I'm walking it's... out of the studio <laughs> if I lose. Go on, Andy. Do your work. It's, it's not very okay. It's only five points, so it's easy yeah. to lose. Yeah. Easy to lose. Seven. Seven points. Se yeah. Oh, seven points. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, it's a healthy league game to the last night. Ah. It's the film director, the film director, Francoise Ozon. Francoise Ozon. And uh, he keeps chickens. I used to buy all my eggs from him. But one of his main hens overheated and couldn't produce any eggs. It was so hot, it caused a real problem with the ozone layer. Ooh, I don't know who that is. Nor do I, Charlie. I've got to be honest. I don't know him. I don't know his work. Francoise. He could be anything, couldn't he? Francoise Ozon. Why did I say that like Trevor Brooking? You know, the Trevor Brooking. Well, you know, he's like seventy-two. You've gone for it, Charlie. You've gone seventy-two. Well, I, I, think need, I, think I need to be within seven, yeah. don't I? My option is to within go lower or higher, or higher, higher than an ace. You say I'm going to go eight o blind eighty. I've gone well, higher. This is great, Andy Jacobs. This is great. This is great news for Charlie Baker because Francois Ozon is fifty-four. Bang! 
Yes. <laughs> the, the streak is broken. If only Goodness I could have my phone more often. Three, <laughs> three spot-ons, Paul. You've got to give someone... <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. You know, until you've crossed the line, you haven't won, have you? You're getting the hang of it, Charles. You're getting the hang of it. You kept your nerve. <laughs> Francoise Ozon did you a favour. Oh, thank goodness for that. What a relief. Jeff, we'll let you get your galoshes on and get back out. <laughs> Final score, by the way, oh. 67 Paul, 52 to Charlie. Yeah. Well done, it's now 10 to 4. And as it is the birthday spread, my sister's got a big birthday this week, so happy 50th to, uh, to my sister, Diane. Happy yeah, my dad's birthday Lovely. Saturday. Happy happy uh, 70-something, Alan oh, Baker. Nice. Anyone else? <laughs> happy 70-something <laughs> to my dad. Very close family. 75th. 75th. You got any birthdays coming up, Andy? Oh, yours? Yeah, next week. Oh, next happy week. birthday, Andy. And you're on Instagram as well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you. We better leave it there. Uh, I, I'm not with you tomorrow. You're with Charlie tomorrow, Andy. So he's got it all yeah, sorted out. Yeah, forward to it. Yeah, two, yes, two boys in the easy chair, as you said. Fantastic. <laughs> we'll never get to any breaks. It's no. going to be marked. <laughs> just keep walking. Three, <laughs> three hours they're of just, tidbits just, from the papers. They just fade you down every 15 minutes and then just fade you back up again. You'll still be talking. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Now, I'm not here tomorrow, so Charlie, you and Andy are. Me together. and Andy tomorrow. Two, the right. two easy chairs, the as they call it. Fantastic. Who's going to who's going to get in and out the news? <laughs> People are just going to have to hope it's coming. Hope up. the news turns yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. You know, if you want to know about Green King, don't listen tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can hear the guys, and I'll be back on Tuesday uh, with you, Charlie, won't I? Back yeah, be back. On, I'll be back Tuesday. Yes, but uh, very careful my hands of uh, Charlie and Andy tomorrow. Join them if you can. If not, their podcast will be available at around four o'clock. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.